What's up? This is Melissa. And this is my first recording ever. And I've decided that I'm going to do it while I'm driving. So I'm pulling out of the parking ride and heading down the highway. So what am I going to talk about today? Today? This is my first one, so this should be the review of everything that I want to cover. And boy, do I want to cover everything. So, what is this podcast? My podcast, my very own podcast, is going to be what about my life, of course. And how I experience life and my reality. And what's going on in the moment. It's going to be all sorts of ramblings from thinking about life being reflective on my particular my particular life um, talking about um, my family talking about podcasts other podcasts and self-help gurus and all of that so and probably so much much more as I uh, as it comes to be developed so well, what to talk about first? Well, let me catch you up on me. So, I am just coming out of the Changing Woman's Sisterhood journey, which is, uh, they call us journeyers, the 2019 journeyers, that's the year. And it's a nine month journey, a gestational period in which you work on yourself and how do you work on yourself but through like inner growth work you meet on a monthly basis with 17 other ladies and each month there's a different theme different subjects that you learn about about yourself about what is actually happening in our universe and how that relates to who we are as people. So if the concept that it is all in you already, you just need to uncover it. What is it that you want? Boy, let me tell you, you got it. And um, you learn about the divine masculine, the divine feminine, and how they show up in you and how they show up in the world and how to deal with the change that our world is going through and what else is in the Changing Woman Sisterhood but a couple of retreats. So the retreats were super pivotal to the whole journey. Without the first retreat, I don't think it would have been as amazing of a turnaround or experience this whole nine months. Um, I won't tell you what is involved in the retreat or go into much detail, much more detail about the Changing Woman Sisterhood unless something like I think is super poignant that is, you know, could, could be used but understood. Anyhow, the retreat, the first retreat was amazing. And every moment was planned by all 
planned and taken care of by all of the previous sisters who have um, initiated before us. So each year they call it an initiation. So I am an initiated sister as of last week's teaching because the session has come to a close. And after the nine months, you're supposed to feel like a can now walk into the world and begin your next chapter and you can decide what that looks like for you. So for me, I am now walking in the world as an initiated woman and I'm starting a major new chapter in my life and that means that I'm starting a new job, a new position, um, semi-new position, it's a familiar position, but in that it has a lot more responsibility on, I have a lot more responsibility on my shoulders, I have a staff of two, and everything in the job really will come down on my shoulders if something goes wrong. And usually I had always been in a learning capacity and I could always go to my quality manager for support or really direction and it, I hate to say this word I'm avoiding saying it but like blame like it stops with the quality manager if the audits get if audits if we do not pass audits if the facility does not pass the audits by a third party quality manager that people look at but in this position I will be managing I'll be managing the auditing process and if I don't have a passable facility then that'll be on me so it's interesting I mean to a degree honestly I should think about that more because will it stop with me I mean if my audits show that I've been auditing to the standard and there are corrective actions open then they'll give me you know they might give me a corrective action to open on or a finding on something that I've been trying to tell the facility what to do to change to, to fix and if they don't fix it then and there is a finding then my butt's covered so I should probably look at it that way like my I'm covered so long as I do my job to the best of my ability. I can't control what they do, their reaction to me, but I can't control what I do. That's a really, that actually brings me a little bit of peace as I'm talking about it. Okay, that feels good. Oh, I'm so glad I started this podcast because without me starting this 7 minutes and 30 seconds, I wouldn't have had that little bit of peace. So I think this is going to be a real good thing. What I'm doing here is I'm looking for to support myself as I go to that transition of um, in my new job. In my pre-
where my boss begins. Where does my job end and what do I have control over? Because I was given control over whatever I wanted to have control over. And darn it, I'm the kind of person that I'll take on everything. <laughs> I had so much on my plate, it was unbelievable. I wanted a staff member, which is exactly what I'm gonna get in the new job. But I needed a staff member to keep up on the small stuff, the little paperwork stuff, updating documents.
told themselves that were instructing them what to do. So a document document that says I am doing this, you I must be able to audit that to show you must be able to prove that you are actually doing what you say you do. Um, anyhow, that was my big accomplishment was creating a whole quality system going from like well this isn't a very good um, factor because they had way too many documents to begin with, but going from like 100 documents to now uh, 200 documents, probably more than that. But um, yeah, so that was my big accomplishment that I'm pretty uh, proud of. Um, When I left, I took. I wanted to step away from the confusion and the all of this drama and um, conflict. I'm saying conflict, but there wasn't any conflict really. It was just a very professional environment, thanks to my boss. Uh, he never got dramatic. I totally loved his style of being a leader. However, I think he was like overtaxed as well. So. Thus, he was not able to uh, tend to his people's needs as much as he probably should have. I'll say that. So, um, anyways, I left there May of 2018. I've been a stay-at-home mom ever since then. It's now um, just it's now whole November 2019. It's about a year and a half. Um, you know, I planned to stay, be a stay-at-home mom for a long time, for at least until she was in kindergarten. But you know, as soon as you start making plans, life uh, life changes on you, and you got to make new plans. So my husband um, had to find a new job, and so he was off all summer, which made our savings go down a little bit too quickly for to be comfortable. Um, and I, we just need that second income. I just want to feel, I just want to fuel our savings account. So it is at a very comfortable level, which it was at one point, but it's not now. So I want to feel, I just want to put back into our savings account and I want to be able to do things with my daughter now. I want to sign her up for classes. I want to take her on vacations. I want to be able to go out to dinner. I want to um, her to enjoy the benefits of when you have money, to be honest. We were doing a lot of fun things, a lot of free things. We lived at the library. But now we don't have that free time at Tuesdays at 1030. You know, we're not in story time anymore. We're going to go make the most of um, after work shenanigans as we can and I'm going to start this new job and I'll be working early morning hours. Hopefully I'll get there by 6. Never done that in my life. I, I'm going to do that for Elena. I need to resolve to do that. So I'm going to start at 6. Hopefully get off at 2.30 for a while. You know, pull my 8 hours. 8 or 9 hours. And then, uh, you know, when the uh, pressure starts mounting, then I'll work longer if needed, uh, when needed. 
uh, to get the job done, but I fully plan to take advantage of the early hours so I can hang out with my baby girl before she goes to bed. Because if she's going to bed at 8.30 at night, that means starting the process at 7.30 or 8. That means that you only have like an hour sometimes after work to spend with your baby and there's 24 hours in a day and that to me just would not be not be a good place to be I can't imagine just spending one hour can you imagine spending one hour with your child per day and you're paying somebody else to watch her one hour oh I remember when Elena was about I don't know, maybe like six months old. She went through the period of needing a lot of sleep. So, she, we'd get her home from school and she would just conk out at 6 p.m. and just be out. Just be done for the entire night. Sleep through the, through the entire night. It broke my heart. To not I mean, I love a good sleeping baby, but to not have any time with her was so sad to me. But I will tell you that this year and a half has been amazing, and I'm so thankful and grateful that I have had this opportunity, and it wouldn't have been possible without some of the support from Javier's family and some of our hard work earlier on in our relationship financially and the decisions that we had to make. And I just think it just reaped benefits for Elena and I's relationship and who she is. And I just, I'm just so grateful and thankful for that whole time of my life. I've got one more week, a week and a day left, a week and two days left to Stay at home. Alina is now in full time as of today. She's now in full time school. And uh, I have things to wrap up at home before I start on the 25th. So, like a week and a day, I start. And I've got, I'm, I'm regrouting the shower, I'm painting the foyer. And I'll be fixing up the basement too. Probably adding the light. Um, I want to change the light fixture. I have a light fixture in mind that's just been on the floor in the foyer for many months. And I really want to put it on, but I've been chicken. So now I'm going to go ahead and try to do that. Which I'm excited about. Anyhow, well, I can't wait to update everybody on my, everybody, I have no idea who's going to listen to this. I can't wait to update everybody on all of my progress and the transition from being a stay-at-home mom to a working woman who, I feel like I have the job of my dreams and I'm working on being positive because my brain wants to go to that negative place like, oh, uh-oh, how am I going to compare? How am I going to add up? Am I going to deliver under pressure? So come with me on this journey of me supporting myself 
and finding that strength within me to just take this world and show it who's boss. All right. Take care, guys. See you soon. What's up, bitches? <laughs> so listen, there's some things that I really feel like I need to work through because I can feel it in my stomach. And I'd love to work it out with you right now. Not sure how far I'll get, but I think talking about it is going to be a big thing. And I'm just going to pace around while I'm talking. So here's the deal. Where is my grateful mind? Hmm. Where's my gratefulness? Where's that acknowledgement? I have to seriously work at being grateful because I am so worried that I need to be worried about something all the time. So although good things are coming, I'm not recognizing what great things are here. And those things that are coming they worry me because what if they're not true what if it's too good to be true what if um what if it's too good to be true what if I've I haven't thought about all of the scenarios yet so it's really good it's a really good thing but I haven't worried enough and analyzed enough isn't that crazy okay so here's the good thing that's coming And it's a little bit bittersweet to me because I've been so, so amazingly blessed to be able to stay at home with my um, three-year-old daughter for a year and a half. And we've been living life, living large, going to the library, going to parks, meeting other kids, picnics, Greenfield Village on a weekly basis riding trains, going on carousels, just loving life, going to the beach, spending the summer at the pool. Oh my gosh, it's been so amazing. So that, I think, thank goodness I just said all of that because now I just have gratefulness in my heart. I mean, that is that was such an amazing summer, this summer and last summer, but like really I just felt it all this summer. Um, just so wonderful. She's at such a great age. So, um, so now it's time for me to go back to work. My husband's been employed pretty much like through the summer, like for maybe about four months. And he finally got a job like, um, I don't know, like maybe last month or so, but he's not making as much as we're used to. And to be honest, our savings has gone down quite a bit since I've been at home. So we've been paying for me to stay home. And that's not a good scenario because that doesn't mean it's sustainable. That means that I need to go back to work. And that's what this is all about. So I've been looking since August. It's now, (laughs) it's almost December. And I wasn't looking really hard. I mean, I was looking really hard in the very beginning in August, like, spending all day on my computer and then August September August and September I worked really hard and then um, October came and I felt like I needed to do something else 
and uh, something did come up which uh, was really phenomenal. Maybe I should tell that story on another pod. But how this, the one decided, um, so anyhow, um, so I get the job at the 35 um, minute, what are we going to call that without actually saying where I work? (laughs) We'll call it the quality auditor job because that's what the title, well, that's some of the title. Hey, so welcome back. This is Melissa, and this is my trial to see about how Sue Revere is going in the background. Da 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 da. And I love it. It's cheerful and it's got a little light hearted beat to it. Reminds me of a Nora Ephron movie. Maybe uh, gives you a good feeling about my pod. So have a good one. I'm going to listen to it now. Hi, it's Melissa. So welcome to the podcast where I tell you exactly what I'm grateful for today. And today is a big day. So today I am grateful for my upcoming job. I've had a year and a half off of work and I got offered a job uh, about 35 minutes away. And I'm so grateful to be offered the opportunity to be the quality auditor at this automotive company. So um, it's a great position. I have a staff of two, which is what I wanted in my old job. So it's a great improvement. And um, there's uh, an amazing amount of room for improvement here, um, room for growth. So, so fortunate. I've got a lot going on today for grateful uh, feelings, and that's the upcoming job. I got some bread in the oven baking, and I get get to take care of my mom today. So, she's on meds, and she's a little funny when she is, so it's going to be a great day. Um, And then, of course, (laughs) TGIF, right? Thank goodness it's Friday, and on Fridays, it's always a fun day because we set the table elegantly, and we make a big deal about Friday dinner at home with the family. All three boys are going to be here, Elena, Mama, and Papa, and we're all going to say what we're grateful for, and (laughs) that's awesome because um, I am uh, taking this day to be super grateful. All right. I hope you had a great time, and I hope to hear back from you about what you're grateful today for. Bye-bye. Bye, bitches.